So many people today don't know what a financial plan should contain, and I wanted to share this knowledge with you. If you look at our country today, about 30% of households have a written financial plan in place. In my view, that's an alarming statistic. Welcome to the Financial Verse Podcast. I'm your host, Harry Stout. This podcast is dedicated to improving your financial wellness. Our focus is to educate and inform about all aspects of money. We seek to reduce the financial anxiety, stress, and drama you face daily dealing with money. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the Financial Verse Podcast. I'm your host, Harry Stout. In this episode, we'll discuss what a financial plan is all about and the elements of a plan. So many people today don't know what a financial plan should contain, and I wanted to share this knowledge with you. If you look at our country today, about 30% of households have a written financial plan in place. In my view, that's an alarming statistic. Today, I want to discuss why having a plan is important, outline the basic elements that are normally included as part of a comprehensive financial plan, and touch on the costs, the costs that you're going to incur to put a plan in place. So let's begin. To start, a financial plan is different from having a cash plan or a budget. A cash plan normally covers your projected cash inflows and outflows for a short time period. As we've discussed in our various podcasts, I normally look at a cash plan as you're rolling 12 months of inflows and outflows. On the other hand, a financial plan addresses several elements of your long-term and at least 10 years financial health, and, and that will include cash flows along with other key aspects of your financial life. So with that in mind, let's be, look at the elements of a financial plan. First off, your financial values and goals. As we've discussed in prior episodes, you can't manage your money and create a plan until you've established your financial values, including the role that you want money to play in your life and that you've spent some time improving your basic knowledge of personal finance and clearly understanding your life goals. Examples would be, when do you want to buy a home? Or how much do you want to contribute to the college education of your children? For a more detailed understanding of this, See my blog post 140, Is It Time to Rethink Your Financial Values? And I'll reference that in today's show notes. Element number two, creating a personal financial inventory. Every plan needs a starting point. So your next action is to determine what financial assets and obligations you have to begin with. Make a list of all your assets. By that, what I mean is your bank and investment accounts, real estate, your personal property, and another list of your debts, an all-encompassing list that includes your credit cards, mortgages, student loans, and any other obligations you owe. To get a better understanding of what a personal financial inventory is, see post 186, Taking a Financial Inventory, and I've referenced it in the show notes for you. Element number three, creating a cash plan or budget. And we recently had a podcast episode about this. You need to have a cash budget or plan in place that clearly shows your inflows and outflows. And this plan forms the foundation for saving and investing actions you'll take in the future. Element number four, a debt plan. Once you have a complete inventory of all your debts and obligations, the next step is to develop a plan of actions that you're going to take to reduce the cost of that debt and the principal that you owe through refinancing, restructuring, or aggressive repayment. A debt plan is key. 
especially with so many people today with student debt. Element number five, creating a retirement plan. You'll see that a retirement plan is different than a cash budget, right? For a retirement plan, you need to develop your retirement savings plan that such that once you're ready to retire, you have the income you need to pay all of your living expenses. Now, with a retirement plan, there are numerous decisions you need to make to develop one of these plans. It includes how you're going to manage your assets, the benefit elections you're going to take, and making sure you properly cover all elements of your later years, including healthcare needs. Element number six, development of your personal financial safety net, including your emergency fund. Now, the pandemic has taught us that the unexpected can and does happen. Your cash emergency fund, and we, as we've discussed, usually six, month, six months worth of essential living expenses that covers your groceries, housing, transportation, debt service, and utilities, should be established to help offset the unexpected costs of life. And those unexpected costs are medical bills, house repairs, accidents, or uh, if you come upon a period of unemployment. I think overall the emergency fund, along with other considerations, should be part of what I call the personal financial safety net. And if you go back to blog 107 from the financial verse, why you need a personal financial safety net, you'll learn more about this. It's worthwhile reading, spend some time, it'll really help you in making sure you have the proper safety net in place for your family. Element number seven, having proper insurance coverages. You buy insurance coverages to provide cash for future delivery to help minimize the financial risks you face. Coverages provide protections for your households. You know, again, you need to have a comprehensive set of coverages in place that should include health insurance, long-term care insurance for, or some sort of long-term care protection for people over the age of 50, disability insurance or income protection insurance, auto or homeowners, renter's insurance, liability coverage, of course, life insurance, and then lastly, longevity insurance. What are you doing to make sure you're not going to run out of money in your old age? So insurance coverages are significant. Element number eight, what is your legacy or estate plan? Now, I just want to highlight this by telling you that only 40% of Americans have a will. Only 40%. That's shocking. Many people think that a will is just for the affluent, but it's not. It's important because there are other considerations in your life that you must cover in case you, uh, in case you reach an early demise, if you will. Again, at a minimum, you should have a will. That will should state your final wishes with regard to your assets, dependents, who's going to care for your kids if you pass away, and who you want to administer your estate. You should also keep, again, all the beneficiaries of your insurance policies and retirement accounts up to date as events changed. And you know, I recommend looking at those beneficiaries at least annually. So take a look at that. And then there'll be an, uh, an episode later in the next few weeks about putting a legacy plan in place for your life. Now, you've got those elements. How do you put a plan in place? Well, there are three ways you can put a plan in place. You can do it yourself. So if you're sophisticated, you think you can handle each of those elements and put that in place, you can do it yourself. Secondly, some people today are using in robo-advisors, and robo-advisors typically have a related financial planning app that you can use. A lot of people are doing that. Or lastly, and I, I kind of believe this is the, the way you should go, is you should work with a professional financial planner. Again, 
the choice is yours based on your personal financial knowledge, your time and your budget. But the key is you need to work to put a plan in place. Now, a lot of people say, Harry, I can't afford it. These plans are really expensive. And I'm going to tell you, I don't believe they are. The cost of having a standalone financial plan, and this is without invest, ongoing investment management or continued services, typically in the range of one to $3,000. Now, the financial planning professional will discuss their rates and, and charges as you negotiate to have the service completed. And what I can tell you personally, this is an investment that can pay you continued dividends. Once you have a base plan, you can modify it, you can work with it, but having that plan is essential. So let me summarize today's session. Having a financial plan in place focuses your long-term thinking and money awareness. The money decisions you make today can have significant impacts on the quality of your financial life later. It is a fundamental recommendation of personal financial advice professionals to get a plan in place. I agree with that recommendation, and I hope you take the time to put in place a plan for your household. So that's all for today. We look forward to our next session together. Thanks for listening today. The Financialverse podcast is brought to you by Better Wealth. Better Wealth's mission is to unlock intentional living by helping you better manage your money. To find out more, go to betterwealth.com. If you like what you've heard today, please rate us on your podcast service and forward today's program to your family and friends. We would really appreciate it. To learn more about the Financialverse, please visit financialverse.com.